Welcome to Bachelors on the Bachelor. Thanks for having us. There's more that follows oh, that crap. part. Sorry, guys. Uh, you're excited. You're excited. My I bad. like that. How so we're gonna go. Be? We're gonna go back to one. Welcome to Bachelors on the Bachelor, the weekly podcast where three slightly single, semi-straight men discuss and debate America's favorite show. That show, of course, being The Bachelor. And what a finale we had! That's right, America. It's finale time, and you're here with Chris and Nick. Hi there. And Dave. Hey. And um, and not just any finale, but a live finale. Well, I don't think they just say this Boy, every year. Boy, they were shooting this thing live. Right, but but this was the most controversial and most historic finale of The Bachelor of all time. Chris Harrison said it, so you so know it's it, true. So it must be true. Yeah. Um, what fun. What a good time. This was, and can we define live? Because really what it was was a live screening. It was yeah. really just like a live Well, they've been viewing. doing this for some time. It was live. hot. I felt like I was at the Fox Fox lot watching a movie live. Like we were streaming it. Did anybody see Chris Pratt on Instagram recently? He he showed himself watching Get Out. Oh. Yeah, that's That's a I new felt. thing is kind of shared viewing. Uh, Dave, didn't you try to get tickets to that screening? Uh, to Get Out or to the, the, <laughs> the taping of the, of the Bachelor? Both. Taping of the Bachelor. Uh, taping of the Bachelor, yes. Get out, no. I'm not trying to support Jordan Peele's because he's black. career as a direct. No, I just I, I think it, you minority. in Hollywood you got to do one thing. Right, that's uh, you're traditionally either funny Hollywood. or you're good looking right. Right. or you're black. Gotcha. So and here he is trying to do all three. Yeah. Who's this guy? I think he is Tyler Perry. <laughs> okay. I mean, come on, come wow. on. Well, we'll save the race stuff for later when we talk about Rachel. And Why is there something about Rachel I need to know? I mean, this is a podcast. I can't see. I can only hear. Uh, we'll get to that. Wait, are you guys watching the show? Because I'm just listening to the I audio. Am, I, I know you're making a joke, but I usually do just listen to the audio. Because what is there to see? Well, in this week's episode, a lot. Uh, and I think the, you know, we made this re- reference before, but these, you know, establishing shots of Finland are um, mammoth. breathtaking. Just, oh, it's mammoth? Well, that's what I, I posited <laughs> last week. That it was. Angeles. They didn't want to actually spend the money to go to Finland for. I think it's been four weeks now. Why so Finland? Who easier. comes up with these ideas? Like the the tourism bureau. <laughs> Dave Dave just rope a doped us. We thought he was like out for the count in the corner, and then he comes out of nowhere with some excellent, excellent play-by-play. On good banter. Really good stuff, Why well, don't you cycle a joke of mine from the previous week's episode? So yeah, but some We're getting really a lot no of new listeners attention. every week, it's so really I good. think it's going to be okay. Yeah. Seven people listened to last week's episode. I've been counting. I've, I would check those analytics. Um, well, three of them are in this room. So Oh, you seven. Yeah. I thought it was Sven, and I was like, who's Sven? Why is he listening to the show? Well, because they filmed in Finland. Got right, uh, but seriously, who who makes these decisions? If you remember, uh, I believe where where was Chris Souls? He was in like a- Arizona or some. He was in a barn. <laughs> remember when he, well, proposed? he proposed to Whitney yeah. near his home? I love that yeah. you remembered it was Whitney. Oh yeah, no, I again I keep track of all these people, um, like one collects stamps. Who did Andy Dorfman go I, with? I wasn't watching that season. Oh. Um, so I keep track of all these people like one collects Olympic pins from Atlanta 
For our student listeners there, for our UCB 101 players, that was a classic example of Chris uh, asking Dave a question, something you don't do unless you're pimping him out. That was a very professional technique, executed very well by true professionals. Come on, Chris. Chris and Dave. Sorry about that. I don't know if I did something good or bad. Uh, (laughs) Can't really infer. That's what's so charming about you. Yeah, I can't tell. I don't know. <laughs> all right, uh, so let's get to the dates, all right? Let's so we get got, to the dates. We've got, got Raven. Date? It's, no, it's I, I think it's Vanessa with the first date, no? No, it was... So the show was kind of, <laughs> if you will, Nick split into two. Um, yeah. No, that's mean. Uh, but it was Raven. It was Raven. Got it. Um, one of the two women left on the show. There's two women left. Yeah. Raven and Vanessa. Yeah, who had the first date? Raven. I- I'm almost positive it was Vanessa. Uh, I. This is no. They went, guys. They went horseback riding. They met Santa Claus. That was Vanessa. I know. That's what I'm saying. That was the first thing that happened. That was not. I, I'm. T- I'm. I'm. I'm like nearly positive. I well, here's how I know you're wrong is okay. because I've just prior to us hitting record have been reading a lot of reviews and recaps. It was yeah. definitely Raven. Uh, you're are, okay because I'm like really positive about this, and our listeners know now, this that is I'm just right. getting weird. Well, our, what, well, what's weird is that our listeners know the answer. But okay, all right. So we're gonna cover Raven first. We're not saying she was first. We're just gonna we're cover, gonna cover her Raven first. Great. Yes, perfect. Um, Sounds good to me. So Raven is excited. Yep, she looks great. She's wearing high boots, short skirt. Yeah. Once they get out of the cold, but first it's jeans and ice skating. <laughs> I just I always have a problem with these final episodes. Like I think the last episode is always because they still try to have these activities and these dates as if like, oh, maybe they'll find more chemistry. But look, right. he, it's it's over at yeah, this let point. Me, let, let me step in here real quick. I I, I cannot disagree more. I mean, oh, you I, think she still has it? Yeah. Spoiler I, I, alert: has a chance. Yeah, yeah. I I did in this moment. I really did. I thought that it was very very sweet the way he and Chris Harrison kind of planned Nick Vile being he and he he and Chris Harrison planned this whole like hey well what if we went ice skating in Finland because we went rollerblading in Wisconsin and it was like this nice thing that harky back yeah. to and plus I mean the chemistry through the roof. I let me tell you something. Can I tell you a personal story while we're on it real quick? Yeah, please. Please. The the chemistry between these two unbelievable i mean true authentic people falling in love i haven't seen this much chemistry since since i was a kid i showed up to tommy pedaguchi's house and i said there I, and, and i rang the doorbell and his mom came to the door and i said is tommy home and she said no oh tommy's not he's not feeling well he can't hang out today and i went oh okay and i went around to the side of the house because i was insecure i was young and i looked in the window and do you know who was in there hanging out with tommy pedaguchi Devin Sawa? No, it was Tony Rangoni. Oh. And you know what they were doing? <laughs> it sounds like a fake name. <laughs> it's not a fake name. And they were playing N64, and Tommy Rangoni was sitting on my rumble pack. Oh, and let me tell you something. I looked through that window, and I thought to myself, that's the most chemistry I'll ever see in my life until last night when I watched The Bachelor, the final episode. Isn't it a little Nick bit too late for that Raven. kind of uh, high school-type chemistry, though? Because you know what real chemistry is before you get engaged? Do you know what it is? Mm-mm. Neither do I, because I haven't gotten to that point in a relationship. That's a good point. The old question mark. Yeah. 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 I mean, I I can't help but think that you could have avoided the the scenario which you just described if you just didn't have any friends. Right. Had I never liked the point. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a lifestyle that I've bought into. Um, Well, I'd love to see how that (laughs) for 18 years or so, I guess. I'd love to see how that lifestyle would uh, 
what the parents would think about that lifestyle, which is my attempt to segue into here come the parents. Oh, that's right. That is how the episode starts. I apologize. Yes, I was wrong. It goes, everybody meets the parents, then Vanessa, then Raven. Okay. All right, so let's go way back in time. Let's let's talk about, here's a a quote to just throw it out there. Uh, I believe dad says, and I like to call him just mom and dad if we could for this episode. Yeah. Uh, Dad says, how'd you get that name? (laughs) He says that to Raven. Well, yeah. Which one has the more unique <laughs> name? Well, I don't know. No, because no, I, I heard this thing where Raven, when she was alone with Nick, she referred to him as Nicholas. And I thought to myself, ooh, that's interesting. Maybe we'll find out what Raven's full name is. Raven. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's definitely it's Raven. Um, yeah, are all are all Nick's Nicholas's? No. Or you know how some Johns are, are just John yeah, and not John? Yeah, some Nick's are just N-I-K. <laughs> That'd be a no, revelation. No, no C. A lot of people don't know what the C is. So, for. what did you think about her, her interaction with the parents? Because Raven? I, I, I feel like they didn't take her seriously. And then at one point, oh, the I mom. Thought they, I thought they loved. No, her. eventually, at one point, mom says, "Oh, I'm seeing a sign of maturity." She says, "I think like I'm seeing a level of maturity that I didn't right. see at you right. beginning." And I just thought, like, what did you think of her at first? <laughs> And then yeah. I remembered what you said last week, Dave, about at some point Raven maybe making the mistake about humans riding T Rexes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and maybe that's what Nick's family thought. Well, I don't think she's like the most impressive person to meet as as an adult. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if I can be really, uh, what do you know, think your par- What would your parents say if you brought Raven home? Well, my mother wouldn't would refuse to to speak with her. My mother, my mother, based mother's on name a, alone, or? bit of a cold witch. <laughs> Um, but she always friend has friend of the been. podcast though <laughs> friend of the podcast Pat Burns paid for the equipment. <laughs> um, no, I, I think what, what you saw with the um, the the 180 on Raven was the same thing that we've seen time and time again with these uh, these uh, hometowns or the meet the parents scenarios, wherein it's just like a very simple. Uh, two beat story where the first is I don't know about you, and then the second is I got to tell you. I really came around on insert name here. <laughs> That's a very, very good point. Yeah. And I believe it was actually Raven's father in this season who who did that to a T. I didn't think I was going to like you, but I like it. Yeah. It's and good stuff. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, in, in your guys' experience, this is just a question for the room. Um, if you've ever brought a significant other home, mm-hmm. you know, if that's how it usually goes, because for me everybody's just i think happy to see me with somebody you know but i guess it's different for nick's family because he's they've seen him they've met a lot they've met a lot of ladies they've met them all really yeah well what i liked about the raven thing is that she didn't just lie on her rely on her relationship with the sister whatever her name was bella brindle and it is brindle (laughs) uh, but she actually went as far as to make a new connection with the mother and i i felt like what's her name i want to say bobbis I don't know. I just but, think there's a manager she needs to speak to somewhere. <laughs> but what's important is they all got along, and everybody had a good time, and that segues nicely into my uh, opinion of Vanessa well, and her yeah. experience with this family because, boy, do I think that they have got her pegged, which segues into my nice, my next segment of who pegging. likes pegging. <laughs> yeah. And that's to say Nick Probably Vile. not Nick Vile. But you think Nick Vile likes to get pegged? From his choice of who he'd like to marry? Spoiler alert, yeah, I think he does. 
Interesting. So, um, well, just before we get to Vanessa and the parents, did you have any thought of like, at this point, I mean, I think we all, as, as, uh, we, we all knew it's over, right? Was there anything Raven could have done with the family, with Nick, with, uh, you I know? I mean, I, no, I personally did not know I was still rooting for Raven, Dave. Uh, well, I mean, I came into this episode with a bit of a heavy heart because I knew this is when we were going to see um, Vanessa be walked down the the aisle by by Chris Harris and passed <laughs> off to uh, to Nick and and kind of be, not be so available to to someone like myself anymore. So right, uh, a roundabout way of saying no. I, I don't think there was a moment in this episode where uh, any. Um, reasonable viewer would have imagined that raven would would have a chance yeah wow. that's the See, thing is there yeah. there just wasn't any drama there was yeah. no stakes See, because that, we just knew right away and, and, and i think i div- i'm just different from you guys I, well no I, you got to take your own opinions out of it because we talked about a little bit of this offline nick has some very strong opinions and he's going to get into them shortly about vanessa about her character and about um you know some some pretty wild accusations, really. I know, but I also just want to say I want to defend myself a little bit here because I think that despite my opinion of you know these two people, I think that I do watch it pretty fifty fifty and thinking like, oh boy, anyone could end up. Well, you are just finger. another pawn in the puppet master's game. Well, that seems like an extreme judgment on one of your hosts <laughs> and probably your entire demographic at the podcast. Yeah, but the thing is, we can't blame Puppets. it because he is such. <laughs> I'm not a puppet. You know what? If anybody's the puppet. It's all of us right. to Chris Harrison. So, um, oh, Chris Harris. Oh, I was gonna say I bought a I bought a ring from Neil Lane. No reason, <laughs> just kind of did it. Well, joking aside, there there was, and I, I wish I had it in front of me because this would make this all the more um, worthwhile for the listeners. There was a, a woman, well, obviously single, uh, columnist for the New York Times. Um, you say obviously single, taking a day off, I think. <laughs> And she, uh, her, she decided to write about um, the Bachelor and reality television as a whole, and how it relates to uh, the the kind of uh, pathway for someone such as Donald Trump to be um, to be elected. A kind of issue that we've been uh, nipping at, suckling mm-hmm. like hummingbirds on a um, dog's teat. Uh, That's for most not of the, what hummingbirds. I don't know if you intended to, but I just came a little. Yeah. Well, I forget why we got on this or why I decided to to go down this road, but there was some point to it. Uh, <laughs> that's classic. That's a really good I point. I mean, he did say. All right, so listen. Okay, so Vanessa comes in and meets the family. Vanessa, the reaction uh, dad, because we're calling him dad, had to Vanessa was he was coming on hot. I mean, he was coming in hot. He's, he, I believe, uh, let me just check my notes that somebody else prepared. Uh, I can't wait to know everything about you. He, or he wanted to know everything about her. And it was just like real aggressive. No, it's interesting that you Because it felt like uh, the parents were into Vanessa from the start. More than they were into Raven. See now, uh, yeah, it's I'm I'm, I'm I want to share my opinion, and I would love if Dave weighed in and told us if he played tiebreaker, if I may. I kind of felt like they were much more into Raven. They've played. Look, it's been twice before with Andy and Caitlin. If we don't start talking about the heartbreak that Nick Vile has been through, because that was basically the theme of this entire finale. Was, is, and and twice this family has played the oh please sir, take my son role to two women, and this was the first time where they got to sit back and say, you know what, what can you do for us. And who showed up and said, I'm ready, I'm, I'm, I'm prepared, I'm in love? That was Raven. Who showed up and went, 
I don't know. That's Vanessa. And I think it was off-putting to these people. And I thought that it was a very vulnerable and honest moment when the father said, you know, it, it, it takes more than just love and the things that you're asking for for this to work. And but you know what? Here's where you're... Oh, I, please, I insist that we let Dave play tiebreaker to this differing opinion. Well, I already agree with you. You made a good point. There's no tiebreaker needed. Dave, Dave could you leave? Uh, I mean, he's right. You I mean, guys I validate. Do, you, you make a good point. <laughs> you guys uh, but here's the thing is I, I just – while her dad did say that, she, Vanessa is the only one actually thinking about that. You know what I mean? Like he's saying it takes more than love. It takes all these other things. And she's the one only – she's actually considering those. Raven is just kind of wide-eyed. She just had an orgasm. She's willing to say yes to anything. Um, you know, I mean, you remember your first orgasm, you would literally have joined ISIS, you know? Well, I mean, let's step, let's kind of unpack that for a second. Well, I just think, I don't think it needs unpacking. I think there, do you you think, do you think the Islamic state is jerking young boys off in hopes that they join their, uh, no, and not only ongoing war against I don't know that Western they are doing that, but I'm now I'm nervous that we've put it out there and they might consider doing it because they know how vulnerable people can be like post orgasm. I'm I'm not going to I'm not going to help you backtrack here. I'm just you, this is on you. What did I say that was outrageous? I mean, it's just like outrageous. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm I'm just saying she was in such a, a po- post coital bliss that Who are we talking about raven raven oh, right. isn't thinking about things she's just oh. thinking like i, I thought we, we were talking about like this little like syrian <laughs> syrian boy who, who had just been handed off by um some mustached man in a cave no, i was making so, an analogy that they don't live in caves anymore though. they're very well funded mostly that people by, that that people after their first orgasm are very vulnerable to just kind of not thinking about things and just diving in and not really making sense of it and I think that's what Raven's done. And Vanessa, for all your talk about the father being like, oh, well, it takes more than love. She's actually considering those things because she's saying, are we moving to Canada? Or what are we doing? And, you know. I, I, I have such strong opinion, but they're, they're outweighed by the fact that I'm very eager to hear what Dave has to say. What does Dave have to just, say? We just did this whole thing about ISIS. Yeah. All right. Back to well. Well, then, best I weigh in. It, look, I I refuse to for a second give Vanessa the credit for stepping up and doing the whole Jennifer Lawrence like, oh, aren't I so likable because I just kind of call a spade a spade. It's like no, the system is the system Love because that that's what's safe. Okay, that's what we want. If I wanted to hear what is appropriate, I'd go read the fucking New York Times. I watch the Oscars because I want to see what I'm expecting. Don't come on the goddamn Bachelor and start asking me questions about who's going to move where. Be fucking Raven and go on the goddamn Bachelor and play the goddamn game by the game's rules. Oh, so you're you're anti-Vanessa. Like the most... I think what you're going to find here... I think she's a full-on sociopath. Yeah, I think you're going to find here, Dave, is that... Nick really has some strong opinions. I, I about really do Vanessa. dislike her as much as I like pegging. I think that she's completely bad for this show. I think that she completely trumped her way bad into the winning for this position. Show. Absolutely, that's a very wow. I, I mean, I, I just because I, I think Vanessa is the evolution of the show, walking it into the modern era, the era that is bringing us uh, a contestant like Rachel. So if you have a problem with Vanessa, oh, don't, you no, have a don't, problem don't, with Rachel. Don't you dare draw a parallel between Vanessa and Rachel. 
Well, I just tried to. Whose belly just growled so loud that I heard it? <laughs> I don't think it was mine. Uh, I I haven't eaten. Why why had that grapeseed extract smoothie? You Dave sure did. Slowly dying on the couch. Um. Have you ever well, seen that you, Dave Chappelle sketch uh, where he's playing the crack addict? All right. Yeah, that's always kind of how you're dressed. Listen, for the sake of, of time, a good so visual gag. We got both. We got both girls, and you could, could stop me if I'm moving too fast. But we got you're both not. girls with the parents, and then we covered Raven's date, and that brings us to Vanessa's date, which, for the record, happened before Raven's date. But okay. let's cover it okay. because we haven't covered it. I want to see Lompopo. <laughs> Is that how they pronounced it? Uh, Saint Nick. Oh, yeah. I was lost. Yeah. Uh, Santa Claus. Santa oh, Claus. Very Claus. good. Well, uh, all those are are wrong. But now my question my for the room is: My parents always referred to him as Nope. Oh, that's yeah. good. Sad. It was tough. My question is this: Is that really where he lives? In a yurt in the snow <laughs> in Finland? No, that was like <laughs> the the tool shed for the resort they've been slumming around the last couple weeks. Because if you saw, it was dressed just with a, there's like an oriental rug over the window. Yeah. And they were sitting on um, just like crates. Yeah. And Milk some crates. old Nat Geos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and some old Nat Geos. <laughs> Sorry, it took a second to land. But once it hit, it hit hard. Yeah. Like, be careful with this podcast. We should do an advisory warning because someone hears that joke, they're bound to drive into a tree. Whoa. <laughs> 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 That's good fun. Yeah. Nothing like applauding your own jokes. Yeah, I don't. Uh, <laughs> again, I, I just I, this is. I, I tune out in these dates at the end, and and not just because oh I was. Oh my about, god! I could not have been more invested. Well, just because again, I just feel it, it. It's over. What what can anybody show or do that makes you think that any one of these people are ready to get engaged? Uh, I got one for you, Nick Vile. As I'm sure you noticed, when he hugs a woman. Always, like a reflex, picks them up and puts their legs around his waist. He's been doing CrossFit. And you know what? On the show. And you know what Raven does every time he does that? What? Looks him in the goddamn eyes. You know what Vanessa does? Kind of just stares off into the distance of the Finland forest, thinking to herself, "What the fuck am I doing on this damn show?" I gotta say, that's a very good point. Thank you so much. Is I, sometimes I feel like I'm the only one. No, no, that is a good show. point. No, that is a very. I didn't make that observation, but. I guess, uh, and I'm the type of person to read into tiny details as the most significant thing that matters. Um, I don't know that that's a good point, but I don't. I'd have to check the tape on that. Does she just stare into the distance? Yeah, she really, really does. I think she actually looks at him and goes, "What are we doing?" What While you, he's still holding her, Raven kisses him and goes, "I'm so glad to see you." What do you do when somebody picks you up? Oh, I just kind of swoon. I get excited. <laughs> do you look at it because well, there's different ways to feel it. Yeah. I like to be coddled. And Raven feels it the right way. I don't know. It's tough for me. I, I uh, as I mentioned before, I'm like madly in love with Vanessa. Um, really kind of taking this personally. <laughs> yeah, Dave's very yeah, I'm just like, I'm going I'm to place of raw emotion. Um, <laughs> probably the grapeseed extract. Um, but, and we can get into this, into the, the after the final rose segment. She a lot has come out about Vanessa in the last yep. eight hours or so in Absolutely. terms of what her true intentions for going on the show may or may not have been. I was upset to learn that she has done some acting and is interested in continuing to do that in in Los Angeles. Yeah, uh, that's a knock against her. Um, and that's a point I, for Nick's 
think, and this is a little going to sound more cruel than it's intended to, but what I think she did and the lesson that she taught Raven, whether intentional or not, was you should never put yourself out there in the way that Raven did. Vanessa played the game that men like me, who are just children in men's bodies, in a man's body. With the Judd Apatow. Yeah, we don't want someone to love us. We want someone to play a fun game that kind of sustains us for six to 18 months um, before we move on to another iteration of that game. Whereas Raven was just kind of ready to like genuinely get married. And that's terrible. No one wants that. And that's not what people or men like Nick and I. Well, but Nick, Nick, Nick went on the show under the guise of wanting that. And that's, what's so hard for America to, to experience. And I think that's why, you know, just to, again, push forward a little bit, because I do want to get into these, uh, Vanessa details. I saw that news as well. Very hot. Saw it on InfoWars. Uh, Alex Jones broke that story. Um, but what happened to Alex Jones' voice, honestly? Is that just from getting punched in the throat so many times? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's a good Alex Jones. <laughs> I hate him. I Anger. hate Nick Vile. Uh, Alex Jones should uh, die. Anyway. Um, there goes all our Texas listeners. <laughs> uh, so we get to, you know, crunch time. This is, again, a moment when Chris Harrison shines because he understands the gravity of the situation. Right. And I'm always curious to see how they're going to set up that final um, moment, like whether it was Chris Souls in a barn. Tet-a-tet. Yeah, and uh, you'll have to fill me in. How did they do it this Someone time? Look that up at home. Uh, it was just like a beautiful, I don't know what you would call it. I've never seen a room like that, actually, if I'm being honest. I would call it a set. Was it a secret room? No, I would just call it like a TV set. Oh, okay. Like a... Finlandish. Could you think of any place more romantic to get engaged than a TV set? Yeah. Uh, no. How about to be broken up with? No, that's that's the best place. Yeah. On live TV. <laughs> so what did he say to her? To to were we saying it? We're revealing it to our yeah. listeners. Well, yeah. I mean, I think they've caught up now. We're about ready to. He's to got reveal. the ring. He met with Neil Lane. He went with the round cut, as advised by Neil. And that Neil, was I don't fun. like a round cut. I don't know about you guys. I've never looked at rings. I, I'm honestly, I'm shocked anytime even. I would like a one shaped if, like if a we star. Could take just a second and, and peel away the exchange between Nick and Neil. Yeah, Lane, thank you, Dave. Um, and just how kind of layered isn't the right term because that would suggest there was some kind of sophistication to it. Um, I guess maybe maybe meta where you have a man playing someone who is likable, Nick, and mm-hmm. then a man playing a jeweler, Neil Lane, and then the two of them pretending to have some kind of rapport that's based on their shared experience on a television show yeah, over the right. past three years. Right. And that experience is this running joke that Nick can't seem to find love. Well, if but you remember, also, one Neil of the- Lane is in Finland... Where Nick is, <laughs> and he just happens to to know where Nick is staying, yeah. and he comes with his suitcase of jewels. Yeah. I'm surprised. Uh, Why doesn't he have those handcuffed to his arm? <laughs> that would be cool. Also, uh, if you recall, earlier in this season, isn't one of Nick Vile's Neil Lane rings in the Heartbreak Museum? Yeah, that Neil is Lane true. is raking in some pretty big coin this year. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
I uh, I was watching with a, a female friend, and I've never <laughs> shopped for um, wedding jewelry or a wedding ring. I guess is what you shop for. Yeah, yeah. engagement ring. Engagement ring. And I asked her. I, I said, "What would you say if if someone you know like myself got you a a ring from Neil Lane?" And uh, she nearly choked on her coconut flour brownie that she was sure. having. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, I mean, it's my... $3,000 a month apartment in Echo Park. <laughs> Dave is killing It's me. my understanding that Neil Lane is sort of the Andrew Lloyd Webber of jewelers. Is that fair? Yeah, the Ed Sheeran of jewelers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. That's rich. But I like Phantom, and I'm not afraid to say it. Okay. And I like the album Divide. <laughs> That's true. I also like Jesus Christ. I mean, I like his whole, I like his work. And, so, I, and I like Neil Lane's work. And okay? I, in a very dramatic twist, turned out to be the straightest host on this show. No okay. one saw that coming. Well, you know what Dave loves, and he might not say it on the podcast, but he's a big cats guy. <laughs> Love cats. <laughs> you, Mr. Mustafalis yeah, is a cat. He really does. It was funny. It. The second time I saw Cats on Broadway, <laughs> this was when my mother and I spent a summer in New York. Dad was in the Canary Islands sailing. The lead, the Mr. Mistopheles gentleman, You've the really second time we went to see it, his understudy was there because it was like a Tuesday matinee or something. And I was livid. I said, Mama. <laughs> And I <laughs> dragged her out of the theater during intermission, and I demanded that we go get the spaghetti at the at the restaurant they went to in Big no, with the singing waiters. Did you, Mama? That's the best. So he doesn't like Broadway understudies. I mean, I feel like that's all true. Oh, the whole thing happened. A Broadway understudy could win an Oscar in Hollywood. And Dave won't stand for it. And also, how old were you? Like, at what point did you decide, no? 17. <laughs> well, you heard it here, guys. Uh, doesn't like Broadway understudies. You know, and we've got somebody on the podcast, I won't say who, who's been on Broadway. Oh, my God. Chris, talk about yourself a little bit. We've also got somebody on the podcast who's been off Broadway. All right, so... <laughs> Good. All right, so we get to the problem. <laughs> oh, he's being that little. What did she uh, giggle? Oh, shout out, shout out to Lena, yeah. one of the six listeners. But while pod. we're doing it, shout yeah. out to Greg. Yeah, you big know? shout out to Greg. Hey, Greg, and, and for big shout out to uh, uh, Nick and Christina. Great, great couple, beautiful couple, big fans of the show. I'm sorry, what? We're <laughs> <laughs> Nick and Christina. It's a different Nick and Christina. Oh, all right. I mean, but you can understand why that I can was understand the confusion. Yeah, now I'm hearing it because, you know, certain people on the podcast. All right, okay, has, so we get to the proposals. <laughs> oh, boy. So, who steps out of the limo first? Uh, can I, here's a question I had for you guys, actually, because as, you, as our demo probably knows, I'm significantly younger than the rest of our hosts, and by proxy, they've seen a few more seasons of this show. Here's my question. Um... Is the first person to step out always going to be rejected? No, always different. That's Great. part of the fun. Yeah, what's well, it's actually it's um it is like the um I'm sorry the fantasy suites where it's we're not necessarily seeing that happen in the order in which it got it happened right. IRL. 
Um, because another, I feel like IRL, you got to do the breakup first. I've, I've heard different interviews with Chris Harrison where he makes the obvious point of it. If he knew who was uh, about to go be or have their heart broken, it would be difficult for him to do his little like. He's a host. He's not a, yeah, he's a host. He's not an actor. Yeah. Chris Harrison can't handle it. Oh, uh, okay. God. <laughs> I also heard an interesting tidbit uh, this week about Chris Harrison. He's actually. If you can imagine, even more attractive in real life is what somebody told me. <laughs> they say like he was a Freemason. <laughs> I built this country. No, not that like a Dan Brown book kind of Freemason. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, well, he's definitely got a lot of white people in his his family tree, that's for sure. Harrison. Uh so yeah, talk about the breakup. Okay, Walk me so, through yeah, so how Ra- he let so her Raven, down. Raven walks in and Nick d- d- I d- Dave, you stop me if I'm crazy here, but I think that he 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 reached into a bag of tricks that he's pulled out all season long, which is say an emotional explanation of why his heart is simply someplace else. And although I made it sound cheap, I actually thought it was kind of nice. Mm. I think Disagree. I think this season Nick has been very you know if I didn't know him well I I mean he was about Dave that was fair I was said a whole lot this episode <laughs> kidding up kid Chris come on stop. I, I was just gonna say that I, I as much as I as I rag on him and I do find his existence to be insufferable um, I think he's been quite generous and empathetic throughout the breakups I do I do think that. And it's not just his fake tears, I do think. <laughs> but fake tears validated as real as by his father. Dave, thoughts? Uh, well, I lost. Oh, well, my, I was going to go take us on a bit of a a sidetrack for a second. But it does relate back to it's not like the New York Times thing where I forgot what yeah, I Yeah, I mean, that was epic. Started to say. Um I work near a American Apparel, which is to say Whoa, in one. Very cool. <laughs> and um, I was there this evening, and uh, as you may know, it's uh, it's closing the whole the right, 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 because right. Of, because of rape. So being in those stores, everything is sixty percent off. It looks like someone took a leaf blower to a pile of <laughs> cotton polyester blend. <laughs> pile of basics. There's yeah. like two gender queer teens working the cash register and like stealing clothes as they're ringing you up. <laughs> they're like one for you and two for me. <laughs> And this there's something good. about being in a store like that wherein they were getting away at one point with charging like $40 for a white t-shirt and now everything yeah. is like $7 or less. Yeah. And you realize that like, oh, like things only have a certain value because that's what we, you know, a number that we assign right. to things through this currency that is really only given value through... I collective the, society sure yeah. and, and we're seeing you know bitcoin now is trying to kind of um undermine a system that has been in place for a long time and, right. and yeah you know inflicted a lot of pain on a lot of people that is a, a different sidetrack where i was going with the american apparel <laughs> allegory was you get a sick feeling in your stomach when you're you're in a place like that and you're seeing um, that kind of unfettered capitalism gone awry. That's kind of how I felt watching Raven confess her love and Nick allowing her to do so in an unchecked way. 
Yeah, I mean, I I think that's a good point. That is a very long analogy to, but but it's a clear one. I get what uh, you're I'm saying. Still pretty shooken up from yeah from being in that American peril earlier. Yeah, no, no, no. It it it, it feels gluttonous. Is is another way to maybe think about it, and I. But but look, that's the nature of the show, and and no matter what, I think as much as Nick was throughout the season trying to have various breakups um, outside of the rose ceremony, I think this is one that he knew he was told probably by Chris Harrison himself that look, you just got to let her do her profession, and you sit there and you take it, and then you break her fucking heart. And to that point. And you guys correct me if I'm wrong. Is there anybody who could take it better than Raven? I mean, man, was she Ooh. like the secret star I mean, here? I thought. Sure, we'll talk about her big after the Rose line or after the final Rose line that'll live on in infamy, really. All right. Um, later, but uh, okay. yeah, she took it. She yeah, t- I thought she did great. She's she's <laughs> you. My interest is peaked because I don't think I made it that far in the episode. <laughs> he skipped like, the proposal. <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> Um, after Neil Lane left, no, 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 the rave, the in the oh, after, after the final rose. So then I'll walk us through the Vanessa proposal because this is where you died inside a little yeah, bit. Yeah, this is, and again, I, I wish I could say that I, I have some kind of rehearsed um, speech or, or line of thinking myself here, but I'm I'm going to okay, right expose my myself, be a little vulnerable on the podcast. I'd love that as a, a gift to the listeners. It was really difficult for me to see. Um, those two share that really authentic moment because it it made me feel like nothing that I've experienced up to this point in my life uh, could compare to the kind of love between Nick and Vanessa, these two people that have known each other for three weeks or so. Hmm. And I, I think, again, I, I know that, uh, Nick, you're, you're a big uh, Vanessa fan. Uh, opponent but uh i'm offering myself up to someone who really feels like what we saw in that exchange um was not something that could be doctored by the magic of hollywood that was real raw i disagree emotion and um i you know i kind of felt myself climaxing with the uh the strings and and soaring coral layer of the scene myself was there a coral layer uh there was in the viewing party that I was at because we were oh. also listening to Ed Sheeran. Yeah. No, I get it. No, you're both looking at me like I don't get it. I get no, it. No, 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 I, I get, get it too. It. I get it too, but I, I would disagree with you in the fact that I think you, you, you go through the whole thing. You are on the set. You did just have Chris Harrison. You know, it, it's built up like a wedding, okay? And people get on that stage and... And whether they feel it or not, they're going to rise to the occasion. And that's what Vanessa did. And that's what Nick always has done. And that's what has made him a compelling figure for, uh, you know, maybe half of America. But uh, ultimately, it all just it all just feels, I don't know. I'm going through some no, weird I, stuff. No, I get what you're saying because I hate to out myself as far as which one of the two I am, but I know off-Broadway acting when I see it, and Vanessa's got it written all over herself. I mean, this girl is out there just trying to get a Hollywood paycheck, and Man Alive is a desperate... And I hope she does. Wow. Yeah, so let's let's, let's keep moving. Yeah, um, let's get into the... So uh, let's get into... Uh, I, I want to get into this Juicy Dirt, because I do think the revelation... Um, look... How are we doing on time? What's the time? 
Uh, we've got a little bit more time. <laughs> why would you not just tell me the number? We can have 10 more minutes. <laughs> no, why don't you just tell me where... We're at about 40. Oh, that's great. We're doing good. Yeah. yeah. So, right. uh, <laughs> let me get like, the Uber. It was like asking my parents for money for a book when I was seven. Well, I don't know why it was so difficult. It I'm just trying is. to learn. It just is difficult. Okay. Because I said so. It's like, I'll stop and get you a pack of Newports on the way. Can I please, please, please get a paperback? Your parents smoked menthol? Yeah. I grew up in one of those hoods. Very cool. I, um, <laughs> from age <laughs> 9 to 12, read the entire Babysitter's Club series. Uh, I was more of a boxcar children. Well, you had a, a life as a, a cis male. Sure. Uh, anyway, so after the final rose, uh, let's get into it. But I do, uh, I do want to talk to us about this revelation about uh, Vanessa acting, etc. Because I think this plays a huge. Well, hold on. After the rose starts with. Does it not start with Raven? It starts with Raven. Yeah. Should we just cover Raven real okay. quick? Just get in and get. Well, out. the the big thing. Um, about Raven. I mean, this is what everybody's talking about. This was... Yeah, she I, went to a Sephora. She's got eye makeup on that makes her look like she's older than 19, and she's going to be on uh, Paradise this summer. What else you need to know? Well, well the, yeah, that's the, a good point. That I'm is a good move point. On. Let's uh, move no, on. No, no, no. The, the, the big, no, no, no. There is one. No, it's the one. It's the famous line she <laughs> said. Yeah, but let's it's the famous move on. line. There was no, all these, there was all these gifts time. made. There we was all about, these memes we, made. We got about two minutes. Nick said to her, they were sitting in the hot seat together. Nick said to her, I'm really going to miss you. And she said, I know. It was a classic line. It'll go down in history. It was one of the greats. It's like in Star Wars yeah, where Leia good. says to Han Solo, she says, I love you. And he says, I know. Um, it's just like it was oh, a badass so move. Do you think she was, she kind of copped that line from, from Star Wars? Yeah. I don't think she's familiar with film. Well, Lucas has always been Star such Wars a, is a film? Deft. Yeah, you, well, you uh, have a writer seen of it. dialogue. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, Either way, uh, America applauded Raven in this moment. And, Why shouldn't they? And everything I saw on social media, because you know I'm constantly on Twitter because I can't be alone with my thoughts, um, everybody was supporting. I mean, it's it just like the world got behind Raven. And I think um, across the country, Raven is the winner of the season. Absolutely. Big time. And um, Yeah, and and I think that says a lot about a country that we've learned a lot about in the last years. <laughs> I don't know what. Did you say crunchery? <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know why you have to call out everybody's like minor. <laughs> like, I, Oh, no, I just stumbled over fun. my words. I Is like it good when, fun? I like when people call me out on my You know who doesn't like it? The listeners. They've told me. Oh, well. Got I a lot know. of mention. Ethered. Yeah, they've they talked about it because I did an AMA last week on Reddit, and they said, "Why is everybody giving you a raz in you, Chris?" Because sometimes I did a, a, <laughs> I did a similar AMA on 4chan, <laughs> completely different. Crowd. 4chan doesn't do AMAs, Dave. If you were really on 4chan, you would know that. Well, you'll never know if I was on 4chan or not because I would never tell you my handle. Well, there is no handles on 4chan. It's all anonymous. Uh, anonymous. <laughs> I got nothing to say. Okay. No, I got nothing to say. Okay. So uh, bring out Vanessa and the unhappiest couple in the world. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are they doing? That fucking Hollywood ready ass. She looks great. She did look great. I really liked everything. What? Are you guys kidding me? No, she looked phenomenal. Vanessa is, to date, since I've been watching the show, the best looking girl that I've seen on The Bachelor. I might agree. I mean, she is just classically beautiful, just 
I don't know. All right, not to uh, intercept. No, get into it. I I, I don't want to break Vanessa's heart because I think that Vanessa is. I don't think her heart could uh, be broken. Listen, her I, Nick I live think, right down the street. Listen, listen. I think that Vanessa is absolutely beautiful. I uh-huh. think that she's a beautiful woman, and I think that she's absolutely how a woman should look. Unfortunately for her, I think Hollywood is in love with casting and making movies star unhealthy-looking women. And therefore, America has decided that that is what is appropriate. And Vanessa does not look that way. All right. Well, we don't... Look, I don't want to do a deep dive. That, that is the truth. That's pro- That could be and true. And you know what? I applaud her for yeah. giving it a go, She's but it ain't going to work. So let's not talk about... Be Sorry, girl. Nika, Nick. Sorry. Well, let's talk about these revelations. So it's basically revealed that they continue They continue you know, to have these... Isabel, you pair, you fucking asshole. <laughs> That's a deep cut. Uh, it's basically, you know, their whole interaction, it was basically, uh, here's here's an interesting contradiction that happened with them, and it happens a lot of times on this after the final rose. Uh, they kept saying they were engaged, but they weren't ready to be married. Like, the, you know, it's like yeah. things are good, but marriage, we're just not ready As for it. As if being ready to be married somehow begets getting engaged. Because, yeah, because if you had to think of like, okay, there's marriage and then there's let's give a name for this thing called like okay we're ready to get married i would call that engagement but not these two no they're they're in it's like they got a promise relationship where like they kind of just met yes they've been dating for like three weeks i would call the, the stage their relationship is in is called the beginning right yeah, the they are what you would call dating. They're not boyfriend can, and girlfriend, but they are monogamous. Yes. If if you if you are experiencing with someone the stage of a relationship with which you two are describing, would you ever turn to a friend, let alone the host of a nationalized television show, and say, "Well, we have good days, we have tough days." Well, I'll tell you the I know, I, I know, I'll tell I, you the no, truth. Because I, I have a no. very close friend, his name I have a gun. I have a <laughs> Look, I was just having coffee the other Fire. day, and I was talking about some relationship stuff, and it was my friend Chris Harrison, and I said, we have some good days and some bad days. So, yes, that is what you say. Yeah, and, and to defend you or Vanessa, um, again, like, I, I just... That's the real all, world. We're all adult males here. We've all dated strong-willed women. I mean, like... I don't want a, a a little raven pecking at me with her beak and showering me with little raven kisses and telling me that I'm the best all the time. I want some fucking feisty bitch who's going to call me out of my shit. But do you and think has, that Nick Vile could that handle... Yes. Yeah, there's that. Uh, yeah, there's that. Shout out to John Talbin, uh, who loves those bang bros butts. <laughs> I assumed at this point everybody's turned off. Yeah, they have turned off at this point. But uh, what is, like, do you really think that Nick Vile is the type of guy that can handle that sort of, like, oh, I'm getting called out on my shit? No, he's going to go find himself. I don't get what's going on here. You're both like simultaneously apologizing for Vanessa and then knocking her. Yeah, because, I yeah, want to talk going, about her acting career. I'm not ready for a woman like that. I mean, she's she's incredible. All right. So what do you, I mean, look, I want to talk about two more things. I, <laughs> first, I want to talk about 
these revelations what kind that of you're roles talking about. Are yeah, what what are the, for her in talk, talk right about, no 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 talk about this revelation that she has an acting career going out for the, no, no, some no. roles as Emily Blunt. What I happened that two of them have what, what was the leak that she had an acting past or was pursuing one? There wasn't there's was, no there's no leak. There's no leak. Oh, you she, made that she up. She played the roof in Fiddler she, on the Roof. Get this has an IMDb page that she has been wow. updating per episode. So if you go to our IMDb page, it is very meticulously uh, denoted that she's been in whatever twelve episodes of The Bachelor. She's trying to get As that if star that's some meter kind up. Of yeah. Accomplishment. Well, now, it is if you, you get the star you, meter. Have up. you uh, dug dug deep into the rabbit hole that is her Instagram? Oh, yeah, yeah. And what did you find? September twelfth, two thousand one. True what? love is when you know you can fart out loud. She said that on September twelfth. Yeah. Of all the things to post on that day, I don't know. I could she's have the Canadian. date wrong. I could have the date wrong. She's, it's not, but I'm pretty sure different up there. <laughs> well, well, I, she listen. She likes to eat. She likes to talk about how she likes to eat on Instagram. She likes to talk about how she, she likes, likes to CrossFit eat. and uh, and her family. Incidentally, those are three things that I, I typically do not like. Yeah, in, and yet here you are in love with her. So she is moving to L.A. Canada is over because, as he said. It sounds cheesy, but he's proud to be an American, and now. And she, also, he said it's they're having a little bit of trouble with the paperwork. He op- kind of uh, openly yeah, Chris, Chris to Harrison that. made a little kind of sly reference. No, no, I don't like was, when the show gets Nick. political. No, it was Nick. Nick said it. No, it was Chris. It's Chris Harrison said it used to be a lot easier or something. Yeah, that was Nick that said that. Yeah, this is when it strikes you. I think you, you have really on <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this is, I, I'm shocked that. I, I, again, I could say with 100% certainty it was Chris Harrison who said that. Okay. Yeah, you think Nick Vile is, like, witty enough on his feet to, to like, throw in some kind of a topical? Also, you think that, like, Nick Vile's willing to lose Instagram <laughs> followers over a political comment? All right. Although he was at the Women's <laughs> March. He's like. I feel like it is no no more easy or difficult to get into the country, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Thanks a lot, Nick. <laughs> no more easy than this. That's pretty good. All right. Yeah. Can, all right. So this, this so they're a dumb couple. Can oh, we, can that's we, the, yeah, they yeah, are dumb. Yeah, did, that, we, did we cover your two points? So you well, the only other point was like, you know, we asked this at the end of uh, every season of the podcast, will it last or won't it last? That's the segment. And if it doesn't last, how long does it not last for? Can we break before the segment? I'm going to take a look at my notes. I kind of just want to pee. But I have I to pee, want, too. But I got to get to the Rachel thing. We do Can have we to talk pa- about Rachel. Let's pause real quick. Okay, so we're going to do a quick round table. How long do you give the relationship? And Nick, we'll go with you first. Uh, Till Vanessa gets her first acting credit. Honestly, that is what I was going to say. Okay, then I will say until uh, Nick gets another uh, opportunity from Chris Harrison. Great. Dave? Uh, Well, he's doing Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, so he'll cheat on Vanessa on the show. Well, no, there's no one on that show that's going to want to fuck Nick. But I think (laughs) more to Vanessa's credit, um, she's just not going to put up with with this bullshit. She's going to move to Little Ethiopia, uh, <laughs> right in Los Fairfax. Angeles, yeah. right Fairfax. Yeah. Right. She's going to bump into a tall, what some may call twinky or <laughs> underweight uh, 20-something, and uh, the two of them are going to get a cup of coffee and realize how much they have in common. I, uh, I love that idea. Um, uh, I'm going to go with shooting from the hip here. The relationship will last until that uh, leaked audio comes out of Nick Vile saying some lewd things to Billy Bush about things he did in the fantasy suite. 
Nice. That's a real fucking funny piece of shit. Chop, <laughs> that's too. That's too real. Okay, so that brings us to. Did you make it come? I moved on her. <laughs> I moved on her like a bitch. Oh, boy. <laughs> that's, oh, that's what the president said, not Nick Vile. What does that mean? How do you move on a bitch? Have you been watching this season? <laughs> Nick Vile has been moving on these ladies like bitches the whole oh, season. It's so inappropriate. I just want to die. I moved on her like a bitch. And I killed myself. Couldn't get her. But I tried. <laughs> it's awful. Just it's awful. just like a funny full quote to read sometimes. Hey, I'm trying to figure out what kind of move I should make. Let me ask. Is she a bitch? <laughs> yes. Move on her like one. <laughs> Got it. Hey, I'm looking for the coolest millennial influencer that I could brag about sex stuff to. Oh, talk to Billy Bush about that. <laughs> anyway, uh... Imagine you are a 60-something man, and you just are so insecure that the only way to feel good about yourself is to talk about... <laughs> Brag about your failed sexual exploit. Not even your successful, <laughs> but your failed sexual exploit. I gave it a try. You're a billionaire. You could, uh, <coughs> and make sure to get that in, on, on the mic. I coughed away from the microphone. Uh, so let's get we to the moment that... These to the, um, the high school down the street by the end of the season. Let's get the, to the point that Nick has been waiting to talk about. Um, it's Rachel's time now. Let's give her all the attention because yeah. I'm excited for what is to come. <laughs> what? <laughs> that makes one of us. <laughs> you can't laugh at your own pun. I didn't. Um, listen, yeah, and it's not just Rachel's time, but let's let's uh, let's uh, get a little inappropriate here. It's uh, a passing of the torch from, and even that is to, uh, uh, well, let's just call a spade a spade. That, even that is too racist a term. Let's it's, not it's, say spade. Yeah, it's time we honored anybody else but the white demographic, and it is a very, very exciting uh, Underservice season. demographic? But, yes. Yeah. This is a very, very exciting season that is coming up, and a season that, frankly, should have happened... Uh, you know, 240 years ago yeah. when the country was And on founded. top of everything, I just, if I could just be, you know, go out on a limb and say this, I like The Bachelorette better because I find it easier to laugh and poke fun at a bunch of men desperately trying to beat each other out yeah. and get the attention of a woman. Yeah, it's probably true. Um, so, so we have Rachel, and then they did this thing, and I don't know if it's ever been done before. It hasn't. Right. Why? Because Chris Harrison said it hasn't? Yeah, that's why. Okay. Uh. <laughs> That's just the truth. Okay, so listen. Here's what's happening, folks. We're going to meet four. We're going to meet four. At Much like uh, uh, episode one of Rachel's season, they step out of the limo. They come up. They have a, 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 a first impression, and then they walk into the mansion. Here we're going to have on the set of the live show, uh, uh, one of the guys walks out, meets her on stage, and then walks off yeah. stage. We only meet four of the guys, but boy, are they Nick, four great guys. Quick cue. My yeah. energy levels have been a little... Up and down this week, so I, I did not make it to that point in the episode. Uh, and excuse kind of the brash line of questioning, but what color were they? Oh, we had two white, two black. Two white and two and black. And this is as good a time as any. Is uh, what are we gonna say moving forward? What's appropriate as far as are we gonna say African American? Are we gonna say black? I think it's um, a question you could just ask Rachel or ask how she uh, refers to herself, or um, I don't know. I feel like Little Bow Wow is also kind of got his finger on the pulse these days. Yeah, Little Bow Wow made a tweet uh, today that was about what Melania that? Trump. What did it say? I can't talk about it. But uh, anyway, well, <laughs> did you see the tweet, Dave? Is that why you're saying that? 
yeah. Well, because I follow him. He's a good follow. <laughs> well, listen, here's the only thing I want to say about uh, about the, the, the first impressions here. And uh, call me controversial, but boy, was I embarrassed for the uh, the two young Caucasian men that had to walk out there and try to stand toe-to-toe with two uh, black men who were just natural poets, mm-hmm. natural men of movement, men that understand uh, musicality and love in a way that it seemed like these two Caucasian men simply didn't. Yeah, Boy, I believe the one guy walked out and he said, hello, Rochelle, it's nice to meet you. And she's like, it's just Rachel. Yeah. It's not Rochelle. Yeah, that's, that's, like that's like a thing that happened. Yeah, it didn't. I look forward to to when next season is discussed on like local sports radio, the way that like I don't know these guys talk about like Lonzo Ball and his dad, where it's like yeah, but they're just so well spoken. Oh um, boy, yeah, that's gonna be. Just, they really know what they're doing. It's gonna be I really. Think the upsetting. first person is gonna be like Nick Vile. He's gonna be like. You know what? Really excited that uh, Rachel's meeting all these really nice, genuinely, like well-spoken guys. Articulate, articulate, and they work hard. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, that's uh, some uh, as good a place as any to say what a season it's been, Um, and we wish Nick and Vanessa the best of luck with their careers. Quick uh, shameless plug for myself, if I may, before we tune off. If you've enjoyed Bachelors on The Bachelor, please tune in for my uh, spring, summer, and fall podcast. It's called Ballplayers on Ballplayers. It's where I just describe explicit drawings I've made of Major League ballplayers going down on each other. Sure to be a good time. Please tune in. Yeah, it's, on it's, on I, it's on iTunes. But you know Gimlet. what? I'm going to go out on a limb. And Earwolf. I'm going to go out on a limb and say... Uh, tune in next week because we're going to be back here talking about what our next plans are. Just talking about <laughs> life stuff. Well, no, just what our next plans are with the Bachelors on the Bachelor franchise. I can't commit to that. <laughs> yeah, I I, I, we just bought this new equipment. If you heard how good your voice sounded, why, you would Why agree. does the equipment look so old-timey? It, it does it's not. It's like we're recording on an A-track. What's all that? Is that? It's like a vent. The, Nick, can you, it's uh, a it's a mounted rack. The, uh, <laughs> I, in all honesty, it looks like it's gonna just break any minute. I'm on my